Welcome to That Blind Guy Show. I'm John Gee, and this is Episode 7, Family Matters. When you're growing up, your family, specifically your parents, have a great deal of influence on your development and what kind of a person you become as an adult. This is no different when you have any kind of visual impairment or a physical challenge. When it comes to a child with a physical challenge, parental influence not only can change or shape the person that they become as an adult, but it can also change or shape the way that they feel or see themselves in regards to their particular physical challenge. On today's episode, we are going to get start getting into the hard stuff. Today I'm going to be talking about my relationship with my parents, how my parents helped to shape the way that I see my visual impairment and myself, as well as how I dealt with my visual impairment growing up. Once again, I am going to remind you that I'm going to be talking about my experiences and my experiences alone, and my opinions definitely are not meant to reflect the community of those who are visually impaired or otherwise physically challenged. Eventually what I'd like to do is I'd actually like to have my parents on the show so I can talk to them about what it was like for them watching me grow up, help me grow up, helping me grow up, and uh, helping me deal with the things that I needed to deal with as someone who has a physical challenge. Really quick before we get into that though, I am going to apologize for the lack of an episode last week. I had to kind of take a step back and regroup a little bit, figure out where I was going to go and the things that I was going to talk about and how to best approach them. So let's go ahead and get into it. As I've talked about before on the show, my vision and my visual problems were caught at a very young age. By all accounts, my parents have told me that they figured them out when I was still an infant. And from that point, my parents dealt with my vision in very different ways. And that's what we're going to be getting into in this episode. And at this point, I am going to give the uh, somewhat obligatory apology to both my parents if they should ever hear this episode. The truth is, I'm not sure if they actually know that I podcast at this point. But anyways, if anything that I say hurts you guys, I'm, I'm deeply sorry. But the stuff that I'm talking about is stuff that I feel like needs to be talked about. So that people, especially younger people, know that they're not alone. So I'm going to be talking about things that happened when we were kids. And uh, yeah, so again, I'm sorry if I hurt you at all. So growing up, my mother and father both dealt with my vision and what I could and couldn't do and what I should and shouldn't be doing in very different ways. My father chose the route of being more protective while also trying to prepare me to have to work harder for any opportunities that I get. My mother, on the other hand, encouraged me to experiment with what I could and couldn't do and never tried to tell me what I could and couldn't do. And I guess I'll go ahead and start with my dad. My father has had his own set of physical challenges over the year. Well, one in particular. And I won't go into it because it's not really germane to the topic and I don't want to be telling everybody my dad's business. Uh, but I think that his physical challenge kind of bled over into the way that he uh, saw mine and how I dealt with it. He was never overly comfortable with his particular physical challenge. He, he saw the way that his physical challenges uh, limited him and he wanted to protect me from having to deal with some of the same limitations. Dad always sought to prepare me for the tougher road that he felt was going to be ahead of me. In his eyes, I was going to have to work harder 
or smarter or be smarter or work longer than most everybody else to be given the same chances as someone who is fully sighted. To a lesser degree, he felt like anytime I got a job or I had an achievement or whatever, it was because someone decided that they would give me a chance or that uh, I had convinced them or, you know, in, in some other way that they were taking my vision into account and giving me that chance anyway. He saw that my opportunities were going to be limited as far as my career choices out of school and sought to prepare me for them. He had always encouraged me to do my best in school and to honestly be smarter than the other kids that were around me. But along with trying to prepare me, he also inadvertently instilled a lot of his own insecurities about his physical challenges into me. Some of these are the very insecurities that I carry with me today. He also seemed to have some pretty clear ideas about what I could or couldn't do, or what I should or shouldn't do, or shouldn't be allowed to do. As a matter of fact, it was over this particular subject that my father and I had our biggest falling out and our relationship was damaged and not really repaired until I was much older. Looking back now and after having conversations with him about those times, I kind of get it. He was trying to protect me. He was trying to make sure that I didn't have the same difficulties that he had when he was my age. But the problem is that in trying to protect me, he was also limiting what he felt like I could do. I can't say that I agree with him, but I certainly can't fault him for his motivations in trying to make me a better person. In hindsight, of course, hindsight being 2020, ha, see what I did there? I wish that he had been more encouraging rather than more discouraging. I wish that he would have uh, been honestly more like my mom in, in saying, no, there's really nothing you can't try, but there are gonna be things that you can't do. I think that with his realism in the challenges that I would face as an adult, combined with the encouragement to go out and try new things, that I probably would have been a much different person. My mom, on the other hand, was a completely different person. She always encouraged me to do pretty much what I wanted. In her eyes, the only person that could tell me the things that I can and can't do was me. She encouraged me to try. She encouraged me to fail. And throughout my childhood and adolescence, that's exactly what I did under her guidance. If, honestly, what you could call my mother did guidance. I told her I wanted to ride a bike. People uh, all around me were telling me that I shouldn't ride a bike or I couldn't ride a bike because of my vision. And I didn't think that they were correct, so I tried it. I went ahead and I rode a bike and I learned how to ride and I learned how to ride well. As a matter of fact, as I got, as I got older, I rode a bike so much that I used it for commuting to work. I used it to ride deer trails back in Florida and that's actually how I got my nickname 2020. See the last episode for that. When I decided that I wanted to try and play soccer, she didn't try and discouraged me. She signed me up and I played soccer for a year until some, the league decided that they didn't want me around and that's also 
a different story. But the truth of the matter is that, that people told me that I couldn't do it and I proved them wrong, all because my mother encouraged me to do so. After getting a pair of bioptic lenses, I decided that I wanted to try and learn to drive. So I went and got my learner's permit and she taught me how to drive. I don't drive currently, but that is another story. The point is that she taught me to try and defy the odds, to reach out, to see if I could push my limits, and a lot of times I did. I asked her once why she actually let me drive and why she taught me how to drive. Her response to me was that she didn't really think that I was suicidal and that I wasn't going to do anything that was likely to cause me bodily harm or that I thought might hurt someone else. Once I decided that I didn't want to drive anymore, she actually encouraged me to buy my own car so that if I wanted to go someplace and one of my friends didn't have a vehicle to take me or take us, that they could get over to my house and they could drive my car to get us where we needed to go. Where I think that my mother lacked in, uh, in helping me adapt is that she let me quit too easily. When I had trouble with the soccer board, I eventually decided that I just wanted to quit. I didn't want to do it anymore, and she let me. When I when things got too difficult for me, uh, or I felt like I couldn't do something, rather than try and help me find a solution to do them, she would just tell me it was okay to just stop. And the problem with that kind of attitude is that it becomes a habit it becomes really really easy to quit and trust me when you're a quitter it's not as easy as it is it sounds to quit quitting but to this day it's one of the things that I appreciate about my mother is that she never tried to put restraints on my potential she always encouraged me to do the things that I wanted to do or at least to try them other prominent members of my family were like that as well uh, my grandmother and grandfather on my father's side, my great-grandmother on my mother's side, all of them never put restraints on me or never tried to put restraints on me. They always told me that I could do anything that I wanted to. I could do anything that I put my mind to. Although they made no qualms about the fact that sometimes it may take me longer or I may have to work harder to get there. Over the years, I've tried to overcome the insecurities that were instilled in me by my father while still keeping his teachings that things are going to be more difficult for me than they are for someone who's fully sighted. And I've tried to meld that with the idea from my mother and my grandfather and grandmother and great-grandmother that I can do anything that I put my mind to. And as a result, I kind of done that. I, again, I have a computer science degree. There aren't many legally blind or partially sighted computer science majors out there. Uh, I have ridden bicycles and I've done things that most people told me that I couldn't do because of my vision and all of it because I just decided to try it. I guess that if there's a moral to this particular story is that if you have a physical challenge, if you have a visual impairment, yes, you are going to have physical limitations. But if you don't push those limitations, if you don't push to see where those limitations are, you'll never know. But I think that's where we are going to end today's episode. 
That is going to be it for today's episode. If your podcatcher of choice has a rating system, please feel free to give us a rating and or a like or a review. If you have questions or comments, please feel free to email me at 2020 at gmail.com. Leave a comment on the episode page or send me a message via Twitter, Instagram, or other social media. Links in the show notes. Until the next episode, this has been That Blind Guy Show. I'm John Gee, and we will see you next time.